Welcome back to Koi's Comic Corner. I am so excited to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the response to this show. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment. This episode was actually a fan suggestion of what to talk about. They said they wanted to know more about Doctor Doom, and here we are. And remember, if you want to know more bite-sized comic tidbits, check out my TikTok. I'm making all of these all the time, 15 seconds to three minutes or even a minute. There's lots of stuff over there. But in the meantime, here, long-ish form where I can rant, let's talk about Doctor Doom, because Doctor Doom seems to be the source of a lot of conversation lately. So we're going to talk about why he's so popular right now, how I think he's going to be introduced, and why I don't think that's in Fantastic Four. We're going to talk about some fan casting ideas, the ones I hear rumbling and other ones that I personally think would be rad, why I think that there are certain comics that are going to influence it, but not as directly, because I think the MCU is going to take him in very different directions, and most of all, what makes Doctor Doom one of, if not the best, Marvel villain of all time. Let's get into it. Doctor Doom is the talk of the town. Doctor Doom is everywhere because we haven't had Doctor Doom. We've had the Fantastic Four rumblings. We've had John Krasinski show up in Multiverse of Madness. And the character I think a lot of people want to see most post Thanos is Doctor Doom. I think right now we've got Kang as the big underlying villain. I think he's our big Emperor Palpatine for phase four. And I think all these storylines are going to culminate in Kang, but I think right alongside Kang, just as it is in the comics, we're gonna have Doctor Doom. Currently in the comic books, there's a, a like a quantum entanglement between Kang and Doctor Doom. In the current solo title of Doom, Kang appears and is tethered to Doom, and I don't think that is a coincidence for where the MCU is going. Oftentimes, there are hints at what the movies are doing in the comic books, and right now, that is a very big storyline. So, first of all, who is Doctor Doom? He is a badass, evil dictator that runs Latveria. And basically Latveria is what I think they were going to try to make Sokovia, but they didn't have the rights to Doctor Doom yet. When you think about the Sokovia Accords, when you think about a lot of the scenes not in New York in the MCU, there are people that are under tyranny. And Doctor Doom's interesting because his people love him, but he abuses them. He's one of our first very, very important political figures in the MCU. And the reason I don't think you introduce him in Fantastic Four is because you want the time to do him justice. You want him to feel like someone bigger than just one corner of the MCU. You. When you meet him, just like we met Thanos in a post credit scene for the Avengers, you don't want it to feel like, oh, this is going to be a Captain America bad guy. If you introduce him in Fantastic Four, you're already introducing four brand new characters to some people or reintroducing them and improving upon them. Plus, you're going to have to establish why they haven't been here all along and try to establish why he is or isn't John Krasinski, depending on how things go. You're going to be doing a lot in that movie with tone, with story, with all those things. So if you haven't seen my Fantastic Four episode of Koi's Comic Corner, Corner, I mentioned Annihilus. I think Annihilus is a very streamlined villain. You get the big boss fight out of the way, but you also build the science and all those things within the Fantastic Four. Doom needs to be introduced, I believe, in Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 is already going to be bringing in a lot of political intrigue. You've already got a passing of the torch from one Black Panther to another. You've already got the first character that we're going to see, unfortunately, in a very sad way, lose where we left off with the last film. And I, and I think that passing the mantle is going to be very brutal, but I think they're going to hand that in a very political way. I think there's going to be an election. I think there's going to be a lot of discussion of what the mantle means. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Namor seems to be in that movie. Namor is another almost elected official. He's the king of Atlantis. He's also a very arrogant leader that butts heads often with Dr. Doom. I personally would do the less jokey version of the Illuminati by having a bit of a 
round table of leaders that kind of help run the world. It would make sense to introduce our new Black Panther along with Namor as a villain and then have Doctor Doom there running things behind the scenes and also as someone that the Wakandans are aware of. I think we need to start sprinkling in Latveria and the more global scale of these movies as we introduce more global characters. You may notice that the MCU as it is right now is not as based in New York City. Things bad happen in more than just New York City and the characters need to start reflecting that. So I think while they're doing that, doom needs to be doom. There needs to be a sense of foreboding. There needs to be a sense of otherness and so much going on. So I think we're going to see him as soon as potentially Black Panther 2. Whether he's in the movie or in a post credit scene, how insane would a post credit scene be? If they somehow keep this under wraps and, and then Doom just like clenches a fist with a mask. Like I could see them doing that with this character. I also think, as I said a second ago, introducing him in the movie not only puts him in one vein, but also we don't have the time to really embrace Victor Von Doom. Now, Victor Von Doom is a man who is as tech savvy as Reed Richards, who is as intelligent as Reed Richards, but he also has mysticism on top of that. So imagine someone with the political power of Black Panther, the tech savvy of Reed Richards, or if you don't know Reed that well, perhaps Iron Man. Picture an Iron Man Black Panther combo, but he's also got Doctor Strange thrown in there. This dude is terrifying because he's all of those things, but he will destroy you like that and will and often has done that with heroes and civilians alike. The only thing he cares about is his kingdom. The only thing he cares about is his ego. And the character is fascinating because when he was first introduced, the way that Kirby envisioned him was someone that was so arrogant, so narcissistic that he wore a mask that had a tiny scratch in his face. And that tiny imperfection kept him from the perfection of others. That little tiny thing made him feel like he had to do all of this. And then later, John Byrne, one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite writers, great guy, decided to make it more of a mangled, totally disheveled, more traditional Phantom of the Opera situation where like, depending on the continuity you're reading, Homeboy's face is all messed up. Either way, his arrogance, his ego, his narcissism, fuels everything he does maliciously. He's afraid to show his face. Personally, I would love if he becomes Doom, little, little scratchy boy. And you see that level of insanity on a beautiful face. All my casting choices, which we'll get to later, handsome blokes. But I think through the course of maybe the sequel or as things evolve, maybe then you go full John Burn. his face gets all messed up. Maybe it's something Reed does. He often blames Reed. And there's a beautiful parallel between the Ben Grimm thing and Dr. Doom as far as things that happened to them that made the monsters as caused by Reed Richards. So this is a guy who's got all sorts of tech. He's got Doom bots that rival Ultrons. He's got mysticism that rivals Dr. Strange's. And there's a really fun dynamic with his mother where in a comic book I'm gonna get to in a bit, he and Dr. Strange actually team up to save his witch mother and that leads to his whole bloodline and that leads to the ancestry. So you could also incorporate Agatha Harkness. So if this goes like I want it to and they introduce him as soon as Black Panther 2, we could potentially seen flashbacks in Agatha Harkness. We could see all of this relate to maybe even helping Scarlet Witch build up her magic back, or if she's gone, he helped build that whole Scarlet Witch tower. There's so much that Doom relates to that I feel like we need to start establishing him as a bigger bad that takes over the whole universe. As ever, I want to give you some of my casting ideas. Uh, some of these have been floating around. Some of these are my own. I personally want someone that's vaguely European, which is a weird thing to say, but there's a, there's a nest to Latveria that I really want them to capture. I would love if Doom has an accent. I would love if he feels not like a guy he could run into at a Burger King. And I really, really, really love the actor Rufus Sewell. And I feel like that dude does not get enough credit. He is the knight in A Knight's Tale, the evil knight. He's also got this High Castle show on Amazon. He has this really, really piercing gaze that makes you feel like shit. Like he's so, so condescending with a glare 
And he's the nicest guy in the world. Like, Rufus is a great guy. But the way he looks at you is Doom. He's also got a very commanding voice. I need to feel like I'm this big when I see Doom looking through that at me. Doom is death embodied. So you need to feel like death is staring you in the eyes. So the actor's eyes are very important. So you feel the depth of Doom of death. My next pick would be Michael Shannon. Homeboy is a force of nature. There is almost no one that when you're in a room with them, you're both like, I want you to love me, and I'm also scared shitless. This guy could lead an entire community. This guy could run a country of Latveria. So I want someone that is both charming in his own way, not to charm you into liking him, but to charm you into fearing him. And that to me is Michael Shannon. Plus he's built like a brick shithouse. Dude's giant. Then I've got Goron Vizhnik. This dude is from the ER days. He showed up in The Boys. He's the cult leader from The Boys. Cult leader is actually a perfect example of why he's one of my picks. He commands you with a glance and he makes you doubt your own reality. When you lead a cult, you've got to be so captivating and so capable of getting people to follow you that you don't know why exactly you're shedding your family and your choices and all these things. And I think Goron has always been that actor and he hasn't really had the time to bite into a role of this size and I think he'd do an exceptional job. Then one of the ones that's been floated around for quite some time that I totally agree with definitely has that European-ness. I could see him win the Doom mask and I've never seen him play a full-on villain. Vigo Mortensen. I think Vigo Mortensen post-Aragorn has been doing all these great smaller roles like Captain Fantastic and popping up in things. I would love to see him go the other way and be terrifying. I love him as a great dad. I love him as a leader. I love him as the guy you're rooting for. I want to fear him, but I want to see him as Doom. And I think he has the presence. He has the eyes. He has the gaze. He has the leadership. Give me that Doom. And my final one for you is maybe the most obvious. When you think about a man flipping a coin, Doom doesn't do that. When you think about a guy that's going to scare you shitless with just a can of air, also not Doom. Think about Javier Bardem as Dr. Doom. Think about his drawling speech pattern, his ability to make spaces and words that aren't there that make you go like, tell me more, but I'm scared. I want Dr. Doom to be someone that pulls you in while you're running away. And very few villains in cinema have done that quite like Anton Trigger's haircut and Javier Bardem under it. Give me Javier Bardem as Dr. Doom. Now, before I get into my comic recommendations, what do you think about Dr. Doom potentially showing up earlier in Black Panther 2 before Fantastic Four? Why do you think he's so interesting as a villain? And do you want to see any of my fan casts as Dr. Doom himself? Now, let's get into some comics. I got some recommendations for you guys I think might tie in directly to the story they tell, including Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom Doom, Triumph, and Torment. This is a very petite run. You can really just absorb a lot of Doctor Doom in and very few issues. And it's Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom going to save his mother. It deals with witchcraft. It deals with mysticism. It deals with the arrogance of Doom. He's not generally an anti-hero, but at times he's become that. And I love the relationship between these doctors so you can see why everyone fears him and what that lineage in witchcraft is. And it's also just a gorgeous run that, that catches you up in a lot of Doctor Doom. Next up, we've got Secret Wars 2015. I would firstly recommend you read the original Secret Wars. The original Secret Wars gives you the symbiote saga with Spider-Man. It's the first time we see the Venom suit. It brings in a lot of things I think are coming in the inevitable Secret Wars movie. Doctor Doom is also incredible in the original Secret Wars, but he's more of, well, like literally there's a chessboard scene and he's a pawn. He's more of a piece of the puzzle. He's not the one running the board. In Secret Wars 2015, which I think is going to be a large basis for the inevitable next Avengers movie. I think the movie that people wanted Multiverse of Madden to be is going to be Secret Wars. I think that's coming. I think it's going to be gigantic and multiversal and it's going to make Endgame look quaint, but 
it is largely a Doom story. Doom, when there's an incursion event, which we did get introduced to in Multiverse of Madness, the idea that these planets collide causes these shards of planets and this schism of reality, that's an idea that's strongly in Secret Wars 2015, and what Doom does with those is he patches together the different planets and different worlds and makes this thing called Battle World. And Battle World is an entire world he runs, much like Latveria, and I think if we ever get a giant crossover event, Doom and Battle World are gonna be integral, plus it's beautifully illustrated, the whole story is fascinating. It's Jonathan Hickman. It's illustrated by Assad Rabis, if I remember correctly. And it's just a stunner of a book. Came out in 2015. Collected and trade. Pick it up. Last recommendation is the current run of Doctor Doom. He has been around forever. He is a Jack Kirby Stanley creation from, I want to say, 1962. Can't remember the exact date, but I know he's Kirby and Lee. And he's never had a solo title. And right now, I think it started in 2019. We have one that is so interesting because it is, it's illustrated by Salvador LaRocca. So it's almost like a painted lines, even though it's comic book pencil and coloring. It's beautiful. And it's basically Doom is blamed for something he warned people about. He warned people that the satellite was going to malfunction and crashed down on Earth, killing many people that Reed actually helped program. And because he warned people, people start blaming Doom. They think he sabotaged it. They think he's the one that caused this. So Doom in his intelligence is blamed for his arrogance and he was actually trying to help people. So it's a really fun story of what it means for Doom to want to save people, who he is as a man, what his morals are, what his line in the sand is with ethics. And basically it allows you to see the different sides of Doom in a very personal story. And it ties into Kang, which honestly I do think Kang and Doom are going to be uh, more integral in the movies than they are necessarily in the comics. So check out Dr. Doom. It's called Dr. Doom. Check out Secret Wars 2015 and the original if you have time and check out Dr. Strange and Dr. Doom triumph and torment those are my recommendations those are my casting choices those are my dr doom ideas this has been koi's comic corner i appreciate you all so much the love i've gotten for this show is like nothing else remember check out my tiktok if you want to see more short form comic ideas and leave a comment below if you've got any ideas for videos you want to see greg you anything to add no no it's, it's we're at 18 minutes 18 minutes see you soon internet